Before we get started today, we have a message from our sponsor, 3BR Distillery. 3BR is a producer of unusual craft spirits featuring a kitschy Slavic punk tasting room in Keyport, New Jersey. 3BR's unique Gorovka spirit, made from peas, is an homage to a family recipe secretly distilled in the USSR. Experience craft cocktails made with Slavic-inspired ingredients in-house. Visit 7 Main Street in Keyport for more. Again, guys, welcome back to the Talking Tacos podcast here in Lotteria in Asbury Park, New Jersey. I'm here with my two best friends, Matt and Bill. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. Uh, this is three amigos tonight. This it's is, just us. We yeah. haven't had just the three of us yeah. in a long time. It's a nice clean episode. Love Camel. Always love Camel being here. He adds a bunch to it. Also love when it's the three of us as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and I feel like we have so much more space. <laughs> right yeah. now, it's nice. Yeah, normally we've got like six people crammed at this fucking table. Like, well, yeah, we got you know we're pretty cool. Yeah, we have a lot of space, but we're running a little bit late tonight. I'm very excited about this. Hopefully, they I take care of the, us. Yeah, and the ran a little late at my place. Ran a little late at the distillery. Yeah, I mean, I was running late today because I had I was recording. Uh, we were recording an episode of Ready Set Review on Sunday at the estate, so I had all the gear still set up. Yeah, break I had band down. practice last night, so I didn't have a chance to like, do anything, so I was running behind. You barely made it to the gig. Barely made it to the gig. Nobody um, cares. But, so, okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is what we were talking about on the episode of Ready, Set, Review uh, literally has come to pass, and okay. it makes me very happy. Uh, what's this? So, uh, I'm not going to give you my whole... 25-minute uh, manifesto no. on the live-action DC universe. But if you listen to the Ready, Set, Review, but This has to do with the Flash getting uh, shit-canned? Batgirl getting shit-canned, yeah. Batgirl. And Batgirl. you did give me that whole 25-minute yeah. synopsis. So it's it just great. It yeah, I'm going to give you just the headline right now. So the Batgirl right. movie uh, was announced just hours ago that it's being shelved permanently. $90 million $90 million. The movie is complete. It is complete. It's final cut. Test audiences have seen it. Who it's is, good to go. Who plays Batgirl? Is Honestly, it, an, a, a no-name actress. Somebody I've never heard of before. Then why did they cancel it? Well, here's the, re- the real question. Why do you cast Michael Keaton as Batman in a movie and also cancel it? Batman is arguably Michael Keaton's... First of all, Michael Keaton's an A-list actor. Wait, Michael Keaton plays Batman in the Batgirl movie? Yes. Or played? Uh, yes. Well, will this film... No, in the Batgirl movie? Okay. In the Batgirl right? movie, yes. Oh, oh, oh. yes. Will this film ever see the light of day? Well, from hopefully because of bootleggers, I really hope so. I hope it becomes like Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. I mean, the film is like, already... Has it been edited? Yeah, or? no, it's complete. So it's so complete that they originally, when they originally announced the movie, they were just going to put it on streaming, and then when fans why would they started not to even see do it, that? There's money, exactly. So and people started to see it on out. test screenings, and they were like, "Holy shit, this movie's so good, we're going to upgrade it to theaters." So they made a big announcement that it was going to be released in theaters as opposed to just streaming, and now it's shelved permanently. Like, wow, you don't like that doesn't happen, right? No, you don't, no, no, you don't no, upgrade a movie. I sent a screenshot of that yeah. to the group because like. I was that like, what doesn't the fuck happen. Is this? Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Not going to be released. All right, we'll release it on streaming. Actually, you know what? It's really good. We're going to put it in the theaters. You know what? Actually, 
we're not it, we're gonna put it in the garbage can and no one's ever gonna see. Hundred percent. How did that? So here's what an emotional roller coaster. So this movie, it was publicized that this movie is directly tied to the Flash movie, okay. which was supposed to come out in 2022, is now allegedly delayed to 2023. So you can't have one without the other. Exactly. Now the Flash movie because stars. It's, it's directly tied. To directly each tied. Other, to, right? yep. So Batgirl, etc., is probably in the Flash movie. Correct. And since Ezra Miller has been annihilated from the universe, and that's exactly what happened. They so, back canceled the the prequel to that movie. Yep. Canceled Michael fucking Keaton coming so the, back as Batman. They were on a big marketing like push for a while. They had a Super Bowl spot and everything. Like you don't like how much you know how much money it costs to, to get a Super Bowl at time right millions, right? They were pushing this flash movie. And then all of a sudden Ezra Miller gets arrested, I think in Hawaii for assault. I got a bar, whatever. No big deal. They sweep that under the rug. A few weeks later, Ezra Miller gets arrested again for also for assault. For punching somebody out of nowhere for yep. no good reason. A few weeks later, Ezra Miller assault Again, and the Man, rumor and the so. rumor I heard it was like restaurant staff. Or yeah, something like, like that. people that he yeah. shouldn't be fighting with. Like people, he started. He is the problem. He. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like he was defending himself. He is the asshole here. Then fast Am forward. Fast forward a few more. <laughs> few more weeks past that, allegations come out that Ezra Miller has kidnapped a child. Jesus. So at this point now, well, when you say that, that I think that's kind of bearing the lead. Like it's he, he's he's has like an underage sex slave. Yes. More or less. He hasn't just kidnapped a child. It's, yes. It's an underage girl that he's doing things that you're not allowed to do to He's basically girls. done the sorts of things that no, quote-unquote, A-list, big-name Hollywood actor has ever done. Uh, Sounds like, like, you know, yeah. Illuminati. Uh, so what's happened now is, it. yeah, so if yeah. you're Warner Brothers, right, if you're the PR people at Warner Brothers, especially living in the environment that we live in, I mean, we're talking about a world where Kevin Spacey was completely recast an entire movie, <laughs> yeah. you know, that he had done because of his douchebag sexual yeah. allegations, right? Like, rightfully so. So they've sunk roughly probably 120, 130 million dollars into this Flash movie, but they can't release it because of Ezra Miller. You can't even like you can't even wait a year to let this blow over. That's like, incredible. So they you know, wasted 130 on that, 90 million yep. on Batgirl. So they canceled Batgirl because that's tied to the Flash movie. And mark my words, give it a couple of months. Barring some act of God, the Flash movie also gets permanently shelved. It's a quarter of a million dollars yeah. just thrown away. Yeah. Just- Michael Keaton is Batman in both of these movies. You don't bring an actor like Michael Keaton back in his most iconic role, spend millions of dollars not making a movie just iconic, to never let it see the light of day. And not only his most iconic role, but like it's been duplicated over the years multiple yep. times, multiple actors, some flops, some okay. They're bringing back, like, arguably, in my mind, the best Batman for like like that's big that's fucking uh, agreed. huge yeah, man yeah. that is big that's our Batman that's the Batman we grew up with yes. like you know don't get me wrong I love the Chris Nolan movies I love, I love Christian Bale yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. but Michael Keaton he's my Batman Agreed. Nothing, nothing will ever compare to that, that that line where he grabs the guy and he goes what are you man he goes I'm Batman yeah. like nothing will ever compare to that line no. it, it, there's just no you can't you can't be no. that and Jack Nicholson as like Arguably the best villain. I mean, he was just—he was just a—he he, yeah—he killed. It was just what it should have been. You know, when people ask you those questions with those bullshit questions, like if you could have dinner or drinks with, you know, any person from history, living or dead, who would it be? Ten times out of ten, my answer is Jack Nicholson. Hunter S. Thompson's a close second. Yeah, Hunter S. Thompson would be good. Bill Murray is one of my. I think I would put that on. My He's list. in the top five for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because like it, it, it's like varying degrees of like if I go out with Jack Nicholson, I'm gonna get drunk. I'm with Smokes and Grimes and have a good time. If I go with Hunter S. Thompson, I, I might die. Like, I'm gonna do whatever he's throwing. Yeah, I'm gonna at do. Me. I, that's why I might die. 
Like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've never had mescaline. Like, you know, I don't, I don't no. know. You know, but if, or he, the, if I was doing Hunter S. Thompson, I would do Of course. I don't even know how you do it. I would do it. Dude, I would, I would, I would, I would yeah. die. I would die on that hill. Like, listen, this is how I'm going to go. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's how I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, at this point. Uh, so, in terms of uh, things coming back, like Batman, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that Betty's Icebox brought back the Choco Taco already. They made their own. So, so I sent it to you guys, and I know that it was vegan that they represented. However, I sent it to you because it's already happening. Yeah. It's already being duplicated. Like, I, I called it last week, and Betty, Betty beat me to the punch. We, I will, thought, <laughs> we will eat, arguably, maybe a, a better Choco Taco. Like, a more craft, more, like, fresher, less mass-produced Choco Taco. See, that, I think, is going to be the silver lining of this. Uh, thank you, sir. It's not your time. That's going to be the silver lining of this... Uh, Choco Taco experience that we're gonna get. You know the the IP is out there, right? You know people yeah. are gonna scoop it up, and it's in it's in the stratosphere now. Oh my god, I'm really hungry. Yeah, it's just a, it's an opportunity for for those who already have the capability to make it because the demand is there. I think it's one of those things like, oh my god, it. I forgot about Choco Taco. Yeah. I would have been eating it, but you know. I yeah, I would have been eating more if I had known. You don't know what you got until it's gone. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Like, we didn't even know they had them here until last week. We made a joke about it. And Alejandro's like, yeah, we have Choco Tacos. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys fucking want them? <laughs> I'm going to get another one if they have them. Oh, yeah? Ooh, that so. jalapeno hip. Do you think they still have them, Bill? I think they do, because I, I think we have had them once before, too. I've had them here. Dude, I'm telling you that we, we have had them once before. The Choco Taco is going to be like the the sponge in the episode of Seinfeld. Goes yeah. off the market. We're going to start stockpiling. I would even argue, I had a hard time finding what I would have considered meme of the week this week. But there's a lot of Choco, Choco Taco content. And, and I was going to comment on that, too. There's a lot. Oh, we got barking dogs. Dogs. Doggos. See, that doesn't intimidate me at all. <laughs> well, that dog didn't freak out. That dog freaked out. Yeah. Well, your dog's a fucking savage. Yeah, that was a playful bark to me. <laughs> ah! Mm, right. Mm. Compared to your normal. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Echoes through the hallways. Mm -hmm. mm. I'm just, like, hungry. Yeah, me too, man. I'm just fucking... <laughs> We've eaten these nachos so many times, and, like, we haven't gotten sick of them. So, in terms of meme of the week, we rarely go into, like, the behind-the-scenes Formula One stuff, but I think this week it's warranted. Just because... today, my God. Exactly, because what happened today. So, a lot of people get into Formula One through the Netflix series, Drive to Survive, and... Um, a lot of that has to do with like the drama and the behind the scenes yeah. goings on. Yeah, yes, that's, us. that's all us. Yes. Thanks, man. I'm a ticket to say shitheads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Handsome shitheads. Wait. Thank you, bro. Wait, please, please tell me it actually really said shithead on the ticket. Because that would have been no, because that would be awesome. Like yeah, I would. That's what we're looking for. I would actually kind of that's prefer kind of that, that our ticket said shit. I, I was gonna ask you guys, what was your name? I'm a comic. I'm Joe Dobbs. Joe You're a Dobbs. comics? Nice. Nice Matt. to meet you, Joe Dobbs. Nice to meet you, man. Again, yes. Dr. Dave. Nice to meet you. 
Master Dave, right? Dr. Dave. Dr. Dave. Dr. Dave. Yeah. And, the, and the great Magnifico. And the great Magnifico. <laughs> <laughs> he made that name for himself, didn't he? I'm Bill. That's really his last That's name. That's his last name, he's he's Magnifico. Yeah. I, I, I added the great part. I added the great part. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thanks, man. Oh, a new, a new character to the show, right? Joe Dobbs. Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm he a, wanted, he's he a comic. Yeah. He so he, he, he's like, I'm in. He can come on. Let's go. Yeah, he can yeah. chat. Yeah, we, we didn't have the fourth mic set up yet. Anyway, let's um, let's do this. Uh, mm, this little little cocktail that Joe Dobbs brought us. Drop my fork. Sorry, half second rule. It's good. Seventeen second rule. Yeah, it's a half break. It's clean. All right, here we go. Cheers. Here's to Joe Dobbs. Here's to Joe Dobbs. Oh, there's tequila all over there. Oh, baby. Are you disappointed that you didn't get a Modelo bill? I saw it. I recognized it. I don't care. Oh, did you ask for a deli? He asked yeah. for a Dello. He got a Pacifico. It's I'm like okay it. the least worst thing that's ever happened to a white yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so, so back behind. on this Formula One meme of the week. There you go, doctor. Ah, thanks, man. So who's more of a doctor? You or Dr. Dre? Um, we depends both on, went to the same school. Depends on the barometer we're using here. <laughs> he's only he's only like four years older than me. Is he really? Yeah. No way. I think so. I might be wrong. I'll look that up. I just made it up. Anyway. Oh, you got to be older. Here's the Formula One meme. So, there was uh, an announcement in um, in Formula Two about this driver um, being announced as the driver for two different teams at the same time. Wait, do you need to preface it with Fernando Alonso's absurd career move? No. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> so in Formula 2, this one driver was announced both for McLaren and... Um, Alpine. No, no. In Formula 2. Oh, yeah. Formula 2. Yeah, announced for McLaren and another team. And he was like, no, I'm not driving for the other team. He's actually driving for McLaren. And then so today, after Fernando Alonso leaves Alpine, it, cle- it seems clear that the seat is available for Oscar Piastri, who was the champion of both Formula 3 and Formula 2 in consecutive years, which only two other drivers have done, Charles Leclerc and uh, George Russell, both incredible talents in the sport. So he should be, uh, I, uh, one would think, on their level. And so finally he gets his seat, and... Yes, here's the water. Thank you so Thank much, you, Joe. Perfect. And then uh, it was announced that Oscar is the driver for Alpine, and um, apparently they didn't ask Oscar about that, <laughs> and they just tweeted it, and he was like, bro, I'm not driving for Alpine this year. He tweeted that back and put on his Instagram story. <laughs> so somehow... In the past, like, two weeks, the exact same thing has happened where a driver is announced for a team, and then he's like, uh, no, I'm not driving for that team. It's just crazy. It's the, in, in Formula One, when the drivers are all deciding what teams they're going to go to and what teams they're going to decide what drivers are going to sign, they call that the silly season. And right now, we're in, like, very silly season. This is the silliest of seasons we're in right now. So, Dave, I have a question. I don't know the answer for myself, personally. Like, 
All right, Bill. I'm more of a casual Formula One fan. I'm not. I, I, I'm not as addicted as Dave. I enjoy it. I enjoy every aspect of it. Max is your boy. That's yes. clear as day. He's your son. We know this. When I got into the sport in 2017, I thought Max was going to be the newest, best guy, and I picked him all the way back then. Say so five years from now, Max switches to someone. Like a neutral team that you just do. I follow Max or I follow Red Bull? Where's your allegiance? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't know how F1 fandom actually goes. Like, do you just follow your team or do you follow drivers you like? I, I believe I will follow drivers yeah. that I like personally. Yeah. I honestly think it depends on the team and the driver. Like Ferrari, I think is a good example. There are people who are are the Tifosi, Ferrari fans. They bleed no red, matter what, whatever you want to call it. You could have the passion of fucking yeah. Italians. They're you could have work. yeah. You could, yeah, they they could sign Stalin for, to drive for, for Ferrari and for they our would listeners still, that yeah. are not Formula One fans. The Tifosi are the name of the fans of the of Ferrari, and Tifosi <coughs> is a reference to typhoid fever. So they're basically saying these people are like infected with Ferrari fandom. Yep, it's like a fever that spreads. It's sickness that you have. That you're a Ferrari fan. You're a Tifosi. Um. It's a real sickness right now to be a Ferrari fan. Yeah, because they're they should be uh, they've built the fastest car. They should it's be winning clear. everything. They should be winning everything. They have in Charles Leclerc uh, uh, at least a one B best driver on the grid uh, compared to Max. Yep. But and probably a better car, and they just keep ruining keep his race strategy. They put him on time. slow tires. They ruin his pit stops. His car blows up. Yep. But then I also think that there are some people though. Um, I think of like Lewis Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton fans in particular. Lewis Hamilton can drive for literally any team, and his fans will support him. Yes, Lewis fans, yes. no matter what, you know. So, but at the same so time, will they? Like, if he goes to the real Lewis Hamilton fans, yes. <laughs> let's say he, let's say he Lewis picks another winner, and he goes, and he's like, McLaren is going to be number one again next year. And gets into McLaren somehow. The yeah. Lewis fans would follow McLaren Lewis again. Yeah, they 100 percent would. I mean, look at Seb fans, right? Like Seb has been on a garbage team for the last two years, but everybody loves Seb. Seb's a legend. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But I think that's part of it too. I feel like you need to like establish yourself in some way, shape, or form in order to have that fandom follow you to whatever shitty team you go to. Yeah, earn your stripes. Yeah. Like like nobody is that big of a fan of like fucking Alex Albon that they're going to root for him no matter where he goes. But Actually, a follow guy on YouTube. Yeah, Alex Albon is an his Al- favorite. He is an Albon stand? Yeah. Did you try this? Tom yeah. OF1. Yeah, we're going to try Matt's hot sauce. So, yeah, I didn't. we didn't have a hot sauce. And neither Matt nor I, neither Dave nor I. Oh, wait, it's taco time Taco Anyway, continue. Matt made this hot sauce. Yeah, we, we none of us are prepared. Matt's like, I got one. And pulled that old Lucille out of his bag. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he wasn't too proud of it. And he said, in his bag. he said that uh, he thinks he knows what went wrong. He's gonna fix it. But I dare disagree, man. I think you fucking kind of did a really good thing. Really? I'm glad, man. I mean, like, so you have some kind of like weird cinnamon in here or something? Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take you through the whole process. Here's what I do. No more cinnamon than what you did, but it's not. It, it's not offensive with like it's a good yeah. it's a good taste. So here's what I did. First of all, I started with because I've been thinking about making a hot sauce for a while, but I I had like some ideas in my head, but I haven't really given it a lot of thought. 
And I had these sun-dried jalapeno peppers that my dad gave me when I saw them a couple months it's, ago. <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry. It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. Is it really? Yeah. It's it's complex. It's like balanced. It's got a good heat, but not killer. It's really fucking good, man. Okay. Wow. Okay. So here's what I did. Um. So I had these sun-dried jalapenos. My like I said, my dad gave me. He's like, I have no use for these. And uh, he was like, Do you want them? I was like, Yeah, sure. In the back of my head, what the fuck am I gonna do with sun-dried hot peppers, right? So obviously, after a couple weeks, I was like, All right. I'm the, the, the only thing I can put these in is some kind of sauce. I'll make a hot sauce. So. Jotted down like a few notes in my fucking head. I started by rehydrating the sun-dried habaneros in some boiling water, and I reserved the liquid that they Wait, were. Habanero, re- jalapeno. Habaneros. Okay. Yeah. There was maybe like I don't know, maybe eight to ten of these peppers in the batch, right? All right. I rehydrated them. I reserved the liquid that they were rehydrated in for the liquid of the the cooking, with a little bit of like white vinegar and lemon juice. I took, um, I took like a handful of Roma tomatoes, chopped them up, um, a whole red onion, um, and like maybe four or five, six maybe cloves of, cloves of garlic, mixed it up, threw it all in the pan, um, you know, in the pot, put the peppers in, cooked it all down, added the liquid, um, just salt, pepper, just a little bit of, little bit of chili powder, onion powder, like you know, just a little spice blend or whatever. Um, and then I had in my head that I wanted the sweet element to cut the habaneros to be a banana. Because everybody does mango, mango like and it. blueberry. I like it. There is a sweet in there. Yeah. It's a very pleasant on the tongue sweet. So that's what I thought of using. Um, and then uh, at the last minute, I said to myself, I was like, well, maybe I should have something that complements the banana. And I threw a cinnamon stick in the, the mixture. So I... In my like Sunday sauce, my gravy, my ragu. Let me try, I'm, I'm gonna try this. I now. always throw a little cinnamon in there, but when I say a Ooh. little, to count to kind of counter that sweet and like I don't like a total sweet. Right. But I made the mistake of putting like a dash too much, and it fucks up your whole pot of sauce, dude. So it's a very fine line, and like I didn't use a cinnamon stick, but that maybe I should with my sauce actually throw a cinnamon stick in it. But that is a really fun. I'm putting on. Matt, I'm putting on like. However much right cinnamon now. you put in is like, it's a, it's not a lot. It's it's. It's, it's enough prominent. to recognize it. Yeah, you can you get it. So, but it doesn't but like. It's not, it's not annoying. Cinnamon can be. It's not like offensive. oh my god. Okay, so full disclosure, when I tasted this on Saturday, it did not taste like this. Apparently, a couple of days. Oh, it's settled. Letting it settle. Because it's really good. Because you're right, Bill. I, I actually do kind of like it now. Because I didn't like it when I tried it on Saturday. Because all I could taste was the cinnamon. But I wow, it actually is pretty the good. The peppers kind of ate that cinnamon up, probably. Yeah, I guess so. Like the, the 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 only thing, the only compliment I gave myself after I finished it, and I tried it was that the heat, the heat profile, the is heat great. is what I wanted. The heat profile is what I wanted. Yeah, it's actually like making my forehead sweat a little bit. Yeah, but it's not making me like an agony in my mouth. Wow, it's not like I'm kind of excited about this now. Not, actually, for it tastes fir- totally different. For than a first Saturday. batch, it's really really good, man. And I literally it was just shit I had around my house. Like I was like I gotta use these sun dried jalapenos. I always have onions and bananas and tomatoes in my house. So like. And garlic, obviously. I mean, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do like some kind of thing for the fall and make, make our own. Like all of us, me, you, Campbell, Dave, we gotta well, get this is, And this is what I wanted to do. So this one. was, this was we a all precursor. Our ingredients and shit. Yeah, this the was a m- precursor Matt's to that. cinnamon banana hot sauce is a is a winner in it's my It's a fucking book. winner, man. Glad you guys shit. like it, man. Honestly, I mean, this, and I got more of it too. So, but this this was like a precursor to us doing it together because I wanted to just like no, no, no I'm not like go through I'm the happy. process I'm myself. So you know, yeah, like so surprised and happy about yeah. this. because like I, I watched a couple of YouTube videos and like everybody Good. has yeah. kind of like Are their different opinion on. Some people were just like 
throw shit in the blender and, and you know mash it up. But I'm like, I don't know about that. And, and that's I, why. That's why you kind of have to. So I, I used to be a mobile DJ. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did yeah, weddings. Yeah. I did like quinceaneras. I did casually. Like, and when I was training, they said like, we want you to go with like all of our MCs because we don't want you to just harp on one style. We want you to see everyone's different style, their music, their pitches, their approaches, and pull what you like from it, contour what you don't, and see everyone and and piece yourself together from that. And that's basically like what it is, what this is. Yeah. It's I, I, I gotta say, first of all, I'm glad you guys like it, but in all honesty, it tastes a lot different than it did when I made it on Saturday, and I'm very happy about it. I never thought that I would need to let it settle a little bit for the flavors to really... Learning experience. Yeah. Now we know more about hot sauce. Yeah, you gotta age it a little. That the flavor develops over time, even in the bottle. Yeah, man, I'm very, I'm very happy about this. Yeah, I got an idea. Since we're gonna fuck with hot sauces, right? Yeah. I have a small white oak barrel. I don't want to use mine. Ooh, baby. But it's for aging bourbon. You're gonna oak age a hot sauce? I'm gonna try. I want to try it. It'll ruin the barrel. It's a one. I know. Absolutely, I understand that. Yeah. And maybe it's a barrel that's already been used a little bit, or like one that. It'll have whiskey. Add whiskey flavor too. It'll pull out of it, and I'd just be curious to see like that kind of flavor that is gonna. It's good to sacrifice a barrel to the to the hot sauce. Especially like I said, the smaller size barrel. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you don't have to get a full size. Like whiskey barrel, they make the small white oak ones. Do you guys listen to the soundtrack? Tonight? I've been listening to all the songs and I've been digging them all. They just do like crazy covers. Yeah, but it's like this is like bluegrass though. I, I mean, I dig it. I'm just, do we know who this band is? Well, it's is? instrumental. Like, I don't know if it's bluegrass, but it's instrumental. Yeah, there's a fiddle in it, but yeah, I feel like I should know. Maybe an upright. There's some kind of heavy bass in it. Let's see. Does my my phone? Does I would like your phone to pick us up. I don't. I don't have the 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 Shazam. Um, other thing I'm excited about that I'm just gonna. You would have. You'll you'll have heard it at the beginning of the show because that's how we're we're doing stuff now. But the uh, the Review Podcast Network has its first ever official sponsor as of last week. Three uh, BR Distilling Distillery in Keyport, New Jersey, is the first official sponsor of. The Review Podcast Network. So, we recorded some spots That's the other awesome, day. Man. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Like, it's, you know, they brought it up, so I was super well, cool. I mean, like, like, listen, I, I do a lot of stuff for the Podcast Network. I, I am not yeah. a, I am not a sales person. I don't. I would love to find a way to monetize this, but it's not my bag, ma'am. This is a waste because you're really personable and like you build a strong network. So it's and, a like, waste that you don't. You would think I would be good at sales, so, right? <laughs> so Matt, before we go into 3VR sponsorship of um, the Review Podcast Network, which I think is pretty amazing, very incredible for everyone involved. Um, before we get we go and deep dive into that because we should talk about that. I just want to recognize that the Asbury Park Distillery has. Um, you know, without actually being a sponsor of the Talking Tacos podcast, has been a, a longtime supporter of the podcast. And it hasn't been in a direct monetary relationship, but it's been in much more of a, um, 
you know, peers and uh, symbiotic relationship. Yeah, shares and yeah. Yes. 100%. You guys give us content. We give you marketing. And uh, we, we're very generous with them and they're very generous with us. And so... And we bring all of our friends. We bring our friends and they will drink for free, essentially. We drink for very little. Very little. <laughs> so while we're, we're not getting a stipend like... Um, 3BR is giving to the Review Podcast Network, we are certainly being compensated in multiple ways from the Asbury Park Distillery as well. And that's what I was saying. I was like, I would never, like, it would never occur to me, like, if I was to to think, who am I going to ask to be a sponsor? Like, I'm an idiot, and I would go to people that I didn't know. Because I'm the kind of person that's always like, these guys at Asbury Park Distilling and at 3BR and here at Loteria, I'm like, these are like my friends. Like, yeah, I, I come and I pay you for your services and your amazing food and beverages. But you like, you don't want to pitch your friends. Exactly. Like, I'm not. Like, I don't. Like, I'm bad at pitching strangers. I even well, they would probably love to. They would probably love to sponsor an event happening at the Stone Pony. Exactly. Which, like uh, Mogo would. Like I said, hit up at, hit up Alex. Oh, did I not do that yet? I probably need to do that still. You have Alex for a number of reasons. Yes. That's right. Cause I need my my fucking birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because um, we need to know about that now. I'll talk to her tomorrow. Because I am having birthday festivities for everybody to come. <laughs> hey, you're shutting shit down, man. Dude, I'm very excited about it, man. I, You know, typical Casey at the distillery just being as awesome as a human being as he is. You know, when he straight up told me, he was like, I was like, hey, if I wanted to rent out the distillery for a birthday party, like, what are you thinking here? He was like, well, he's like, I'll just be straight up with you. He's like, if you want to do it on a Friday or Saturday, it's going to cost you a little bit of money. Yeah. Which I totally get. They're making, no, because they can make great yeah, they're money making on those Well, you're also just, you're just, you're just um, making it private. You're not, you're not right. doing an open bar. Exactly. And then I said, I was like, what about a Thursday night? And he was like, I'm going to give you a number. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very favorable number. I was like, sold. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> sold. Yeah. He was like, yeah, just to. Just to tell everybody else they can't come in? Yeah. Turn more, more than worth the price of admission. No pun intended. <laughs> I was very excited about that. Oh, we saw two people. Well, because the tonight. last time we sold tickets to an event, we filled the whole joint up. Yeah. So now if we're just telling people to come for free, probably even better for them. Exactly. They so love you, this. Yeah, you don't need to pay $25 yeah. to get it or 30 bucks. Yeah, we're like their best marketing team, dude. Yeah. It really is just like... There's something about just being, like, friends with all of these people. It just makes your life feel so much more complete. And, and the thing is, like, we didn't, like, do it. Like, we just were us. Use the case yeah. We just hung out and, like, were us and went there regularly. And people yeah, just, we like, had no agenda. Sardo's I got the one Sardo. And we both got, we both got the same ones. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you, Where Drew. are you standing about? <laughs> there's uh, a... I go to New York a lot. Do you? Well, there's a thing that... There's a thing that happens over um, at the uh, at the Saint every, like, other Tuesday or something. I've done it once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I in Point Pleasant, too. I'm trying to start a room at the Perfect Park in Bradley Beach. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm friends with the owner. She was like, we close at five. You can make money afterwards. I got. Yeah. I got a friend who's been MC and stand-up shows for the better part of a decade. So I mean, I got always piece you guys got. He's in the city too. So. Man, I'm good. 
Oh, great, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I get a spot, I get like a warm-up spot, like, three minutes, like, once every two minutes. Alright. So I just go and eat shit, talk about my balls. You got it, man. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Good for you. Dang, just be entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Just be entertaining in front of a microphone for a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. Yo, come come on the podcast one night. We'll, we'll bring an extra yeah. microphone yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, bring an extra mic. Hey, when you guys grow up, I'll, I'll give it a Hey. Also, check me out. I, I, me and my boy have a podcast, Incognitos. Oh, all right, it got no, We'll let you say that no. one. Yeah. Can I say that? Hey, can I say that on the podcast? Incognito. Can I say that? No. I just did. Dude, that was the best. Joe, Joe, Bo- Joe Boyd. Joe. No, uh, I think said Dobbs. Joe Dobbs. Yes, Joe, Joe Dobbs. Dobbs. I, I, I had to be in the D. In Incognito is probably the best name. That's the name of their podcast, Incognito. Wow. God damn. What were we talking about before we? Who the fuck knows? Some of the still and I lost track. We're Yo. probably gonna give a plug to 3VR. No, it was actually so wrong. Yeah, we did. I already gave plugs to both. Right. Oh, we did. It was in that. <laughs> it was in that vein, though. Well, <laughs> you started to bring them up and how they were a sponsor, and I was like, before we talk about their sponsor. Right. And I was talking about how I suck at being a sponsor or like a, a, a salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't have the ability to pitch shit to my friends. Yeah, the special taco could be a regular taco. What is it, chicken and chorizo? Yeah. We haven't actually talked about a taco for a while. Let's talk about this taco. It's it's a, it, it's chicken and chorizo, like we said. And then it's just taco ingredients. It's, it's chopped up parsley, or cilantro, excuse me, onions, lime. It's really Double fucking Double meat, tasty, man. It sounds though. good. Sam hates us. I mean, oh well. I'll tip her every week to not talk to us. <laughs> I did not realize that there was uh, esquites in this uh, shrimp quesadilla. Uh, I've had like a dozen of them. I didn't know that either. Yeah, no wonder it's no wonder it's so fucking good. I, I mean, at least I, I think that's what I'm tasting. Unless I'm totally off base here, I think like I'm tasting some mosquitoes. But it's really fucking good, though, right? Yeah. Since now I've, I know why you guys fucking jizz over it. Since I've joined the Mogoverse, um, I've been eating a lot more corn and cabbage. Wait, why corn? Uh, the esquites at Mogo are like one of the best esquites things. Esquites at Mogo's are incredible. Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever had the esquites at Mogo. Yeah, it's like, it's it's really good. Only available at the Cookman location, not on the boardwalk. I finally had the fucking chicken sandwich the other day. Oh, I still never had it. Okay, so it's, uh, it's good. It's really good. Um, you can get it with the buffalo kimchi sauce with the spicy glaze or the soy ginger glaze. And the secret is the spicy glaze is the soy ginger glaze, but with uh, pepper sauce in it, oh, so really? it's spicy. Um, are these trade secrets you're... Uh... <laughs> but it's, I'm telling you, it's good. It's, it's like, uh, the, the yeah. soy ginger glaze is good. I had the buffalo. I had the buffalo. Obviously, I'm going to get fried chicken mm-hmm. sandwich first. I want you to try this. He made it. You made it? Yeah. Matt, it's... Uh, it's... I, 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 I fully said to the guys, I'm like... I don't think this is good. We were they very, like yeah, we were so surprised. It's got heat, it. but it's not killer. Yeah. It's not really super hot at all, no. But it's got heat, but it's not like a, it's going to cut it. Like it's tasty. It's like sweet, savory, cinnamon Ow. comes in. I'm so excited about this. I think we're going to start making hot sauces now. Fuck it, I got to make a hot sauce. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we should all make our own hot sauce and start bringing that. All right. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, oh my God, black people like it. All right, I'll bottle up of sauce. I have some. Yeah, 
But he said he liked it now. He didn't like it when he tried it on Saturday. Yeah, well, so yeah, I think the flavors have changed. I made it on Saturday, yeah. and I didn't like it on Saturday, but I do like it now. It probably needs more time to, like, sit in. Sell, yeah. Huh. So happy. Uh, yes, I would like another Pacifico, please. I'm good right now. I DM'd Alyssa. She didn't DM me back. You did it? Did no. Uh, hang on. It's <laughs> a good question. She might not have seen it yet. Did she uh, ghost you? No, but it says sent. She's active right now. Yeah, she got shit to get to, man. Wait, how many followers does she have? A lot. Let her be. Dude, well, you're down. You're, followers? Fuck, you're, you're like, down the line, dude. I'm like, I'm down on the line, man. Shit. I'm on the way to Bobby. Bring it on Thursday? Can I? I told you you could. Yo, this Thursday? Next Thursday. Right. Yeah, August 11th. <laughs> this special taco is dope. It's really good. I mean, chicken, and, chicken and chorizo sounds like I'm a, it would be delicious. I'm going to put Matt's hot sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, give it a shot. Put on some meat. Yeah. Well, I, had, I was eating the nachos with it. Yeah, chicken and chorizo is like, I mean, because, you know, chicken tastes like everything. Again, so. another banger song yep. on the soundtrack. Dude. Wait, what is this? You'll know. Oh. Really? Sublime. Yep, sublime. This is impressive. So, so now we're back to, though, the music. So before it was bluegrass. Now we've switched back to, like, mariachi, mariachi music. Yeah. They I dig it. covers, though. Yeah, I yeah. dig it. Like covers, yeah. With the brass and the and the shakers. Speaking of shakers, what do I have next to me here at this table? Mm. So I saw a video a few weeks ago of a guy on a one wheel. Hey, I have a one wheel. Ah. He was in a bumblebee outfit. I do not have that. I can get it. I don't need it though. But what he was doing was riding through like parks and grass patches and shit. And he had wildflower seeds in like a, a large cheese shaker you would see at like a pizzeria. So I was like, well. That's just an Amazon away. I'm on my one wheel all the time. So I have it. I have it right here next to me. And I, I, I just, when I go through a town and I see a spot that looks good, like it won't be fucked up by like lawnmowers or people or things like that. Like, like A lot of potted plants. Potted plants, framed out tree things, like in the mulch. I just start hitting it. And I'm starting to see them sprout now. I'm watching the first one sprout. all around town. <laughs> and they're for the pollinators. So I'm helping like monarch butterfly or butterflies in general and hummingbirds, shit like that. I inhaled those special tacos. Yeah, they weren't huge, but they were great. Well, the so wait, I, I forget when you. I wish I could tell you how good they were because like <laughs> they're gone already. Bill, when you ate shit last week, yes. was it because you were trying to spread the seeds, or you ate shit and the seeds just broke? He had a jar in his pocket and it hit the ground. No, they're in my hand. Oh. So I had. I dipped off from you guys. I was like, hey, I'll be right back. So I, I, I spotted some spots that I wanted to spread some seeds when I was walking my dog. So I dipped off and I hit all those spots. And I was happy about it. You purposefully uh, split off from the flock. I went left. You guys went right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I, but because of that, I hit all the spots and I was very happy about my placement. The rain was coming in a day or so. Like I, I just I thought it was recipe for good. But you were crossing the intersection... Then I started playing catch up. Like, oh, Barry, now I got to catch up to these guys. Asbury and Grand. And in my mind, when I was hitting as uh, Grand Ave, I 
in my mind, I fucking heard Matt's music, like, in the distance of my speaker, in the speaker. So I was like, I'm going to cut this turn and, like, see them, like, a half a football field away or a football field away, but, like, see them. So I went to cut the turn, but I cut it too close to the curb, and the road drops off like a drainage for rain and, and such. And it was basically like a, like a skateboarder dropping into a bowl. I'm not a skateboarder, and I cannot handle dropping into a bowl. So I hit it, and I was like, I'm not getting out of this. Like, I knew it pretty quick, and I, I, I felt like forever. I rode for, felt like forever. And then my board just kind of kicked out, and I just felt like, you know, let my legs slide and rode rash it up. But my whole leg, except for my ankle, is healed right now. I have a little bit left on my arm, and I'm almost done. Dude. There were photos on the. It looked gnarly when it happened because yeah. it was like real road rash, like chewed up and. Fun. Yeah, you got road rash, dude. But uh, no, it, it, it settled up good. I put that rubbing alcohol, the psycho sal gave me. So, I'm sorry. Back on the, the music. We yep. are now, we are now in a mariachi cover of the immigrant song yes. by Led Zeppelin. Yes. And I gotta tell you, this is one of the best cover songs I've ever heard. Keep listening, because I listen all the time. When you guys it's very much like uh, The Big Lebowski with um, uh, Hotel California. Yes, yes. I've stopped conversations before because of, like, random covers that were on. I'm like, oh, dude, just being slayed. And I'm like, wait, wait, stop. Stop what you're saying. Like, listen to this. Bro, so you know that Seinfeld episode with the uh, um, with Elaine, Elaine's boyfriend and uh, witchy, uh, not witchy woman, um, uh, Desperado? Yeah. Right? He, he, like, silences her because he wants to listen to Desperado yeah. because he's, like, so moved by the song, right? The Carl Farman furniture guy. Like, listen, there's no one individual song that moves me in the same way that, you know, that song did in that episode for him. But but has it never? Like, you've never been in a live set where you no, just no, got, bro. like, no, no more. No, not, e- not even a live set. In my car, there have been times where you I just told got people to shut the fuck by, up. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, uh, certain songs, come on, I'm like, yo, bro, just... Wait, especially yeah. songs like that have been on the whiteboard. Seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Once the song's on the whiteboard, it becomes very special, and I hear it. I hear it in public, and I'm like, they don't know about the uh, whiteboard. They don't know like, my relationship with that. Very no. special, like Independence Day by the Hard Maybes. Uh, I stuck that plug in there. I snuck a plug. We uh, we were practicing last night. I gotta tell you, man. Listen, I'm like, I'm not trying to like jerk my own chain, but I fucking love this band that I'm in. I the songs we're writing, like Matt, all I ever do is to. I'm. I'm jerking my own chain, but I'm trying to get somebody else to jerk my chain for me. I mean, well, so. yeah, that's that's all stuff. So because you always true. are and you always are not, it's nice to hear that, Matt, because it's like a exciting for like the people that want to listen to it, like us, and b exciting for you because you get to slam some fucking hides, man. Yeah, man, we've been having a good time. Probably in the fall, you'll see some hard maybe shows. We need to write a couple more songs, but. So are the Foes and Ferns still, like, everything's great with them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Foes are still a thing, yeah. Yeah, They're just like, hey, we want to do more shit than this? Yeah, so technically the Hard Maybes was Harley's, you know, idea. It's her little side project. Yeah. Um, No, no, the Furs are still... I don't know if you would call it a side project, because she's not, like, the main face of the Foes, so this... Good point. She's, like, the main face of that, like... Oh, she's not. What's her role in the... A beautiful woman who sings on the side with a number of other beautiful women who she, do the same thing. She play instruments as well? No, she sings with the band, yeah. Okay. But she does, I mean, she has an incredible voice. Oh, incredible, you know, the, yeah. So passion Project is a more accurate description for the hard maybe. Cool. She's, well, been, she's, she's the, been writing these she's songs, she's been working the band, on them. You no, know, she's, the, yeah, originally when I first was talking about it. She's a swag of the band. Yeah. 
originally it was like you know when when I first was talking with her about it, it was just me and her at the distillery, and we were talking band names. Originally, I said to her, I was like Harley and the Hard Maybes, you know, cause that's that's how how I kind of saw myself. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be in your backing band, like yeah. you're a star. Like I'm I'm just fucking here. Like let's rock and roll. I don't care. Like I have heard this can work. Yeah, I straight up told her I was like, listen, I was like, I don't care. You know, as long as it's not like. You know, when she was like asking me about about being in the band and stuff, I was like, "Listen, I'll be honest with you. There's only two types of music that I don't like, and that's n- new, modern, country. You know, like the I want to fuck my pickup truck kind of bubblegum country, bubble country right? bubblegum pop, right? And and I and I don't like um, house music, like techno. You know, like whatever. Like it's not it's not my. Like, I don't e- like, like EDM. It. Like EDM music. Is I not, don't like it. Yeah, but I can appreciate. Yeah, that. The way that it, it works a crowd. Like, the people that are into it, like the DJ. It's a show. Yeah. It's, it's a, a show. show. It's entertainment. I get it. The the country that, like, everyone listens to sucks. Like, Garbage. I, I mean, there's no other way to say it. I went to a fucking Luke Bryan and Ew. Jason Aldean show with a girl I was dating who was awful. And I've never was she been... Was Little Silver? Yeah. Yeah, this girl. up. <laughs> And it was so bad. And I'm like, these are the biggest fucking names in this in this genre right now. Yeah. And I'm like, they actually, like, musically, like, can carry a tune, but otherwise, like, aren't good. And they just, like, turn around and shake their ass in a pair of jeans, and that's yeah. that's it. Like, it was like, this is, and I've seen, I've seen good country sets, too. Tyler Child or yeah. Sturgill can kind of be turned into country by some people. Sturgill Simpson. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there the is. Genre. Um... Willie Nelson, like that kind of country, yeah. you know, like there there can be good, like that outlaw, that bastard country is good. Yeah. The shit that sells is not good. Yeah, no, outlaw country is the way to go. And like, yeah, all these like, you know, Zach, uh, Jason Aldean, you know, whatever type guys, so whatever. so fucking bad. It's so cookie cutter. It's so corporate. And I'm not going to say these guys are bad musicians because they're up there. They're doing the work. I'm not going to say they're great musicians. They know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah but exactly. I'm not going to say they're great. Like, there, like, there's no soul or so heart I watch, to their music at all. I still watch American Idol because Ellen likes to watch American Idol, so I watch her. Luke Bryan's giving critiques, and I'm like, bro, your range is like... Like you don't have it. Like you have you have your notes and you can carry your notes and you can carry your tune and like you can sing. But you're not gonna fucking blow anyone away with your yeah. range. And like you're commenting on people whose range is fucking like We're so recording cool. a podcast. Oh my gosh, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah you guys wanna listen? What's the podcast? <laughs> Here, give them, somebody give them the uh, the QR you code. Wanna scan? Brings it right to it. Yeah. We're talking yeah. we're we're talking about how shitty modern country music is. Don't talk to me about it. I'm a very old-fashioned guy. Oh, no, no. If you're old-fashioned, we're we're yeah, down we're for old-fashioned old fashion bluegrass music. Yeah, bluegrass, some outlaw country. We're down for that. Absolutely. Yeah, we're talking we're talking like Jason Aldean and shitheads like that who are like, yeah. oh, I want to drink beers and fuck my pickup truck. What else do you need? That's a lot. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Exactly. Listen to modern guys. I'm looking at your beard. I'm thinking of Steve Earle. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Correct. Right. Yeah. Del McCurry, those guys. Yeah, oh, dude, we, we go, go to Del Fest every, every year. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a great artist. Absolutely. Yeah. You're all speaking right. to the. You too, man. Yeah, we're all done here. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. That guy gets into trouble a lot. You can tell. Dude, dude, look at the hat he's wearing. Yeah, hat definitely gets into trouble. But I want to hang out with him. Because not going to lie. I want to yeah. party with that guy. What a pro. Great job, buddy. So I, I, I went, like, I was close to shaving my beard recently. Wait, why? What? Hold on. Like, I can only explain That's it. That's like, like me saying, like, I'm going to take the whiteboard down. Yeah, you, you just casually said that, too. Like. So, I I mean, my mental state has not been the greatest of late. Um, And you, you ever see, like, uh, Empire That's Records? We have Tuesdays. A lot of our, a lot of our fans have not seen Empire fa- Records. It's one of my sure. favorite movies of all time. You know, like, when she just had to shave her head? Yeah. 
I, I thought about that. I thought about shaving my beard. Like, I went through a fucking, like, like right now. I'm going to grab my beard trimmer and fucking do it right now. Like, I want to fucking change it right now. And I didn't. I stopped myself. Because, like, my beard gets a lot of talk. Like, dude, that dude yeah, fucking dude, was like, amazing. I'm looking at yeah. your beard. And it's like, so, I'm, it's kind of, but if I shave my beard and cut my hair, I'm not known in this town. Like, nobody knows me. Right. Nobody fucking knows <laughs> a goddamn thing about me. I'm like, witness protection. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, so let me tell you a, a story about Empire Records. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's phenomenal, and if you yeah. haven't seen it out there, and if anyone's listening to us, watch this movie. It's fun. If you like music, watch this fucking movie. Just watch it. Bro, when I was when I was in late high school, early college, like, you know, you're you're at that age where people are like, oh, I'm gonna major in this, and I want to do this in my life and this life, and I was like, yo. I want to work at a record store and get fucking stoned all day and listen to music and talk to people about music. That's all I thought about. Yeah, right. And like, and like now, you know, like listen, like now I've got, you know, I've got my little corporate job and I'm, I'm good at it and I, I enjoy it, like whatever. But literally, on any sold out to the man, bro. On any given day, though, I'm like two seconds away from quitting my job and fucking working at a record store and just smoking pot and talking to people about music all day. That, that was my dream. I am so you don't, you guys don't understand how. I work at a taco shop, bro. You don't understand how much I teeter on the edge of slacker and like you know just what I am right now. Like it's oh don't so... don't be tricked. I was actually really close to quitting my job as well. <laughs> and like I got a decent job, I got a six figure job, but I I was like I don't think I'm gonna be happy anywhere else I go. Like, yeah, like, right? like I can't figure out anything right now that I'm gonna disappear to and be happy with. Dude, and I was like, so I'll just keep my job. Like yeah. I'm fucking, like it was just like a manic state where I was like, what? I need something that has to happen right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This but I got the, through it. I'm here. I'm okay. the, the life lessons of talking tacos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Quit your job, smoke drugs, and fucking talk Shave your beard, cut your day. hair, yeah. fucking work at a record store. Make tacos. <laughs> hang out with your friends on Tuesdays. Whatever you do, hang I out with your fucking friends on Tuesdays. Whatever, and I make tacos. Now. Whatever you do, hang out with your friends on Tuesdays. Yeah. That is, that, that's going to be a t-shirt. Whatever you do, yeah, hang out with your friends ideas on Tuesdays. Tuesday. Tuesday. Let me start with a sticker. I write, I write them all down. That that's a, that's actually a better sticker than a T-shirt. I'll put it on my one wheel. Yeah. Tomorrow. Whatever you do, hang out with your friends on Tuesdays. I'll fund it. I don't know how much stickers cost. I'll pay for them though. Dude, like, I can get like two hundred stickers. For, like, I Tuesdays. can't do anything artistic Tuesdays with it. Tuesdays are for the boys. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesdays are for the boys. Are we gonna have to talk to El Presidente and copyright infringement on that one? Nah, I'll it, take it. his was. Tuesdays are for for my boys. Or <laughs> the dudes. Or Air the boys. We'll out. put we'll put the boys in quotes and yeah. it'll differentiate. It's <laughs> us. That means. Man, I will right, well, listen. We're we're getting close to the uh, dessert ordering process. I can't time. wait for dessert. I'm very excited for dessert. Wait, before we stop anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you I got? usually talk about your t-shirts and you got like cool t-shirts and all this shit. And we, not so only are we not wearing, wearing, I'm wearing a shirt with flamingos. It's on cool. It. I like it. It's Matt nice. is wearing a shirt with flamingos, but it also has palm trees, but it also has. Pineapples. But, it, like, I've been with him for hours and just realized all of this right, like, upside-down pineapples, too, I'm saying. Um, but just, I'm just realizing, the, like, down, the man. fucking intricacies of it right now. And it's dope, dude. You killed it. You know the best part about this is? Go ahead. I Instagram. got this from Aeropostel. I was hoping, like, Target. The company, you the company that I work for, sort of. Like, I, I work with the company the... that owns Aeropostel, but yeah. yes. That's right. Demo, uh, I'm, I'm in the target demographic, 25 to 37. <laughs> he sniff, eats his own, um, he gets high in his own supply. Um, Dave, plugs? Um, I've got some whiteboards lined up. Um, I've, been, uh, I've been, I took some pictures of the moon tonight. I'm really thinking about getting that going again. And then we also have um, 
We, we have Mogo's uh, Wednesday night uh, music lineup on the boardwalk. Tomorrow night is um, DCS and Foes of Fern. By the time you hear this, it's already happened. But every Wednesday night for the rest of the summer, come down to the boardwalk, grab a taco, listen Wednesday to some night, live music. Wednesday night, 7 to 10. Yeah, 7 to 10. Here, three, here are the Lake, the lake House um, Academy Band. They're the openers, and then there's two bands uh, on top of that every week. So Make Wednesdays great again. Yeah, Make Wednesdays great again. <laughs> Bill, you got anything? I got one. I Go. got one, and Dave just touched on it, but like glanced right over. Just our friend's band, Dark City Strings. They're starting to play shows again, like more regularly. Some got married, some had kids. They had to resource some shit. They had to restructure, and they did. And they're starting to put some shows together now. They're playing, like you said, tomorrow night, which you guys aren't going to hear because we're not having it edited by then. <laughs> But um, they played last weekend. They're playing again. Like, check out their Instagram page. It's at Dark City Strings. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah, at Dark City Strings. Um, local bluegrass band. You hear bluegrass, and you're like, oh, no, that's like hokey shit. No, no, no. Check it out. Check it out. You're going to like it. Check out the live shit, too. Uh, so, for me, I got, obviously, like I said, uh, our first official sponsor of the Review Podcast Network, uh, 3BR Distillery in Keyport. Go and drink all of their delicious cocktails. If you forgot what I had mentioned about them before, just rewind to the top of the episode where I put the spot in at the very beginning before the music kicked. Uh, Matt reads comics. I've taken a short break from that as I work on some new Matt and Mike, material. That's all right. Yeah, well, the, no, the podcast is happening. All right. Yeah, we re- we recorded one episode of the podcast, but hit, Mike's schedule is crazy as mine all is right, too. All right. We're trying to do the usual, you know, get three, four podcast episodes in the bank before we release or whatever. Understandable. And we're working on a logo that's going to be commissioned by a local comic book artist. I'm very excited about that. So that's all coming. Forward and obviously, uh, local Fix Foundation October Feast is coming up on Sunday, October 16th at the Stone Pony. Tickets are now on sale. The bands that are playing are Poeta, uh, Super Mutt, Wave Break, Clancy and the Grifters, and Spirit Fox. All five amazing local bands. Go buy your tickets. Check out my page. Check out NJ Local Fix or anything on the Review Podcast Network to get your tickets on the Eventbrite for October Feast on Sunday, October 16th. I'm out of breath. I'm done. This has been awesome talking to Yeah, Loved having the three amigos back together again. It's hot as fuck out. I'm just sweating here. I'm Matt. I'm Bill. And I'm the lovable Dr. Dave. We'll see you guys next week.